Betty. 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 Wait, no Betty? Wait, Betty? Betty, Betty. 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 Wait, Betty? Betty? Betty. Betty? 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 Betty. Perfect. I can hear you. Wait, what happened? There was no Betty. There was no Betty. Big nobody, too. <laughs> so the biggest funny. nobody I've ever seen. It really was. Wow. For some reason, it um, it had the output going through the microphone, which is bizarre. Oh, crazy. Yeah, it was lame. Hey, did you listen to our song? I just did on the way home. I loved it. Yay! Bear, bear, bear. Wait, do you have your fruit punch? You don't, do you? I've got my fruit punch. Awesome. Yeah, and don't forget your flask. I know. I wish I had one, but I just have gin. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's great. So that'll work. <laughs> that'll work. I love it. Gin is pretty Betty. Yeah, gin's Betty. <laughs> it's, it's, it's completely superior to vodka. Oh, absolutely. You know, because vodka is just potato and gin is like 27 different herbs. Yeah. So I actually really don't like vodka, whatever happens with it. Yeah, um, I don't like it either. I can't believe you, you 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 gave me a date for the freaking prom. I know. That was funny. Jeez. That was great. Oh, did they remake this? I didn't even know that. Oh, shivers. Yeah. God, why did it... Ugh. All right, watch a game. Uh, you should see Valentine's Day. It is disgusting. What's that? The remake of MBV. No, -uh. no yep. way. <gasps> you can't, you can't do it. It's too special. <laughs> and you know they already did FTT. Oh, I know. FTT's they back. did. They did all of them. I think Halloween was the only one that actually the remakes did anything right because of jamie lee let's see speaking of jamie lee i'm at the um i'm at the nine second mark nine you cheater i know wait where are you oh are you at zero again <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i let it play a little bit it's actually um kind of a quirk i have to let it play until it does the first little letter thing on the screen what? I can't help myself. Yeah, like I can't help myself. Right now it says a Simcom production in red letters. This is, that's amazing. Okay. And I just, I have to do it. I have to. Well, I have okay. to figure out where to put the computer because look what just happened. Whoa, you have got some serious company. Oh my God. They're literally just. <laughs> you have some serious company there. They just <laughs> completely <laughs> took up my entire yeah. life. That is ridiculous. Okay, so wait, are you at nine seconds? Yeah, but are we saying anything yet? Or no? Betty? Betty! Hey, welcome to Slashers and Suits. Welcome to Slashers and Suits. Yeah. Tonight, we have an incredible movie that I think we both love. Oh, I'm so excited. Prom night. Uh, Prom night. 
we just finished up the uh, an episode talking about how much we love this movie um, because we were we were explaining a little in depth about our New Year's evil veto as well as our resolutions which we called pseudolutions pseudolutions <laughs> and of course we watch each movie before an episode yes so that we can really talk about it and then uh yeah so it ended with us um we have our our fruit punch, fruit punch. <laughs> spiked for the prom and yes you did <laughs> and you're excited because we're finally excited. yeah we're finally to jamie lee curtis so. yes yes do you yes. want to talk about that <laughs> you know um i i think it's no secret that jamie lee curtis is my absolute favorite uh i love her in everything she's in and this movie is certainly no exception in fact it is part of the rule okay jamie lee curtis is on fire here and yeah. she is fresh in her scream queen vibe this is the fourth one of these movies that she has been the final girl in nice. in the past three years so she is doing it awesome. we're headed to the prom headed to the prom yeah are you ready super excited yeah we're gonna press play if everyone is watching along it's on amazon prime or if you're just listening we're gonna press play after a little countdown so three two one play oh red letters black screen it's it's already visually appealing and then look at this i love this so we are looking at an old i believe abandoned school oh that's what we were looking at so we're looking at a school in the reflection of a broken mirror in the grass mm -hmm. outside and so it's turned sideways right when you um right when you see it for the first time so i didn't get that the first watch actually i thought it was just like a visual choice of the camera but right. that's really cool that is incredible so here we are at the abandoned schoolhouse building uh, oh god kids are screaming kill kill <laughs> <laughs> the killers are coming so it's a group of maybe 12 13 yeah. year olds maybe um friends and they're playing hide and go seek but instead of you know tr finding whoever's hiding it's the killer is coming so they're just shouting kill. right in Which, the true uh nursery rhyme tradition they're, they're they're playing a macabre version of a classic game and they're terrifying me. I kids terrify me anyway. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this is just already beyond frightening to me. I mean, this girl, look at her face. The killer is coming. She's the one who's gonna, I guess, hunt for the hiding kids. But she is so intense right now. Her face is actually scary. She scares me too. Okay. Okay. So who, who do we have here? We have some new characters. Who do we have here? We have Jamie Lee Curtis's character, who is in the center. Uh, we have her little brother to the right, and we have her little sister to the left. And they're okay. young here. They're uh, yeah, like twelve or thirteen. The the little brother 
and sister are dressed in the same blue and white striped t-shirt. So they're super cute matching. The older sister who becomes Jamie Lee Curtis, she goes home, you know, she's saying, she's trying to protect her, her younger siblings, I assume saying like, this place looks dangerous, let's go home. So she and the brother go home and the other little sister is really drawn to this schoolhouse and to the kids inside. So, oh dear, I'm a little, I'm already scared. Prom night appears in red letters. And I am completely on the edge of my seat about what is to come here. I already love the setting. Uh, there's, there's a sort of ominous vibe happening here. They've definitely set the tone. They've set the atmosphere. They've totally drawn me in. So what is happening here as this little girl goes into the abandoned schoolhouse building? Oh, perfect too. She's, she's walking up the stairs and, and inside uh, the door to the, to this big red brick building, it's just black. So she's, She's coming from this, you know, really beautiful daytime scenery and just right. walking into this void. And for right. some reason, I mean, anything abandoned can kind of have that ominous tone, but a schoolhouse, oh, yeah. there's something about seeing, you know, old uh, chairs and desks that I, I think maybe because it's linked with children or childhood or something, that adds an, just an element of, of being really creepy because it's like there's people supposed to be here and they're not. Yeah, I, I feel that too. I think that the schoolhouse plays a central role in so many people's uh, coming of age. And they're typically places where there are tons of people and everyone's sort of uh, doing things and hustling and bustling and there's, there's life there. And in this building, there is no life. And instead, we have this girl who's the head of their little group saying, kill, kill. <laughs> yeah. So these kids have, have discovered some sort of very dark game to play, uh, which is, is somewhat controversial. They're really scaring the hell out of each other here. And uh, they, are, they are playing in a way that was certainly very common in, in this time but uh, today yeah. would be considered completely out of control. I mean, it's it's hide and seek, but the way that she's, you know, when she finds one of the friends, she says, the killer's gotcha. It's just creepy. I have never played hide and go seek like this. <laughs> you were pretty good at hide and go seek though, I gotta say. I was great. You were really good at hide and go seek. <laughs> you, found, you found some of the hiding spots that the mm -hmm. rest of us, just it just blew our mind. I used to, <laughs> I used to actually hide in the bushes. Like I would go inside. The yeah, bushes. you actually, you, you would literally be in the center of the bush. <laughs> We'd be like, "What? <laughs> How did she get in there?" Oh, that was great. That was great, though. And you know what I did? I always just like switched places, so I'd go to seven different places. Oh, I know, totally. During the course of being found. Oh, I, I know. Was, I was too big to hide in one place. I know. Oh my god. Okay, so this little girl that we've been with in the blue and white striped shirt, she's smaller than the rest of the kids, 
and they've all found her and they're they're kind of playing with her seems like they're laughing but they're really trying to scare her and she's terrified she's saying yeah. you know i didn't want to play you know stop and they're chasing her she runs away just just saying kill and she's obviously right. freaking out so oh, this oh. this this has changed um this is not a game anymore this is someone being bullied yeah she's being extremely bullied by this group of teens or whatever this they're exactly why i don't want to have kids by the way right right they're they're, tre <laughs> they're treating her very very badly uh they backed her into a corner she's sitting with her back against the window <laughs> and now she falls out of the window she just fell two stories and landed oh. on the ground and oh. and she died she died because these kids bullied her like this oh. she didn't she slipped oh this is awful she was just saying she was stuttering i don't want to play so this is a horrible thing here and now these kids are sort of saying well let's not tell anyone okay don't tell anyone what just happened okay and they're, they're looking out for themselves uh at a young age here there's a group here there's jude there's kelly there's nick nick is the boy who actually when the other little girl fell he was like we need to go tell somebody and then there's wendy who was the little monster kind of in charge of the group saying no we're not telling anybody this never happened they grab their bikes and leave the little girl just on the the ground yeah this is not cool at all these are definitely not what you would call friends um they are what you would call bullies with as you said the exception of nick okay so we see the the little girl there's a shadow approaching her we don't know who it is so assuming someone saw this whole thing happen so someone just found her and we cut now to the future. And who is this? We already love this guy. <laughs> yes, we do. Is this so, Leslie Nielsen? This is Leslie Nielsen. Perfect. Uh, with a classic paper airplane collar. Okay, that's one of our tropes. Oh, classic paper airplane. He's got an amazing uh, gray, white coif. <laughs> yes and he's a lovable guy uh yeah still it's wearing bell bottoms great. I, i'm so glad that he's here yes okay that's actually very important uh bell bottoms <laughs> are still a thing here and even more importantly disco is in full swing here and that's oh, right. gonna matter that's gonna matter a lot oh, later it matters we're still early early 1980 yeah, this, so this is being filmed in, in, in the summer of 1980, so we're Canada. basically, yeah, and we're in Canada, so we're in the 70s, <gasps> oh, for goodness. all intents and purposes. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, goodness, so, so it shows the family, the, the older sister and brother, and the, the parents kind of flash forward six years later, they are standing around her headstone, gravestone. So her name was Robin. So yeah, this is a very somber scene. Um, the family is at the grave, we're in the future. 
Leslie Nielsen plays uh, the girl's father, the deceased girl's father. He is also the father of two other children, uh, one of whom is uh, played by Jamie Lee Curtis. And the other, of course, is her youngest brother, Alex. So these are the three we saw at the very beginning who they were attracted to the schoolhouse, to the to the group playing inside. The older brother or the, the brother and the older sister left and that's who we have now six years later. Oh, it's a beautiful church though. I mean, the, the cemetery, again, uh, like Happy Birthday to Me, the cemetery scenes, they're really gorgeous actually. I'm glad you said that. I was actually gonna say the same thing. Even though this is a very sad place, it has a beauty to it, you know? And uh, I, I really think that they utilized setting very yeah. well. And, and speaking of setting, they're also setting the tone for the plot here mm -hmm. uh, because Prom Night is one of the slasher movies that is very plot heavy. Oh yes, which I absolutely love. I really do too. It's it's fun when we can just sort of latch on to all the characters and stuff. Yep. We don't always get to do that. Sometimes it's just a party. You know, it's just all about the audio visual experience. But so, sometimes we're, we're like uh, just loving every second of these characters. Exactly. So Jamie Lee's character is Alex. No, what's her name? Kim. The Kim. brother's name is Alex. Jamie Lee's name is Kim. And she's got an awesome attitude though. She's cracking jokes. Right. She's She appears very confident. Uh, oh yeah, just, she's totally confident, yeah. Yeah, just really fun and, and a cool person. So seems like she's kind of taken, you know, the role of caregiver a little bit for Alex. Yeah, I like her a lot. Um, I don't know who she plans on going to prom with, but uh, they better hope that they ask her before I do. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so we're at the school. We're at the school that they attend. And remember yesterday we were talking about the idea that perhaps this was the same building that was shown in the uh, prologue. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it is or not, but I would like to think it is. I think that'd be really cool. And their father, by the way, is also the principal of the school. Yes. So they all walk into school together and they just walked by <laughs> probably a, a red herring because 100% red he, herring. It was just the school gardener, but he, <laughs> he looks up and he's just staring at them like a creeper for no reason. Just totally scary. <gasps> yeah. He's, he's got some very serious problems. And now, now here we are on a prank phone call scene. Uh, which sort of reminds us of Black Christmas, in a way. Yes. Now, there's so much going on here. So someone is making these phone calls and has a list of people that he intends to call. And he's sort of crossing their names off one by one. And he's calling them and just sort of messing with their minds. And the first one was Jude who was one of the kids in the school from six years ago. And he he has a really cool uh, lower voice, you know, Jude. <laughs> it's actually the best one of these 
honestly, between Black Christmas and When a Stranger Calls and this, yeah. I like the phone voice of this. It's, it's really, really good. oh. I really do. Oh, no way. Black Christmas. I know. Black Christmas is really good. See, Canada is just good. It's true. They're just good. Okay. Okay. Okay, One what's of the happening? Funnest characters of all time. Slick is his name. Slick. Okay, so Jude, it follows Jude after the phone call walking to high school. And there's this guy in a van who pulls over like, hey, beautiful, you want to ride? But the way that he introduces himself as slick and he's right. so he's kind of that sleazy i don't know disco what would you call him a white guy with an afro well there you go <laughs> and he, there are many of them in these movies and this one does not disappoint no he's um, fun he's got a sense yeah. of humor he is uh he, he's first of all he has a gucci tracksuit on let me point that out. <laughs> and he has a fully customized van that is also a party mobile. Oh, goodness. Ooh. So. Okay. Now we're, we just flashed to another a girl, uh, Kelly. And she was another girl, you know, from the group of kids. And now she's older. And we have a phone call. Kelly. <laughs> It's which, time. which, honestly, it gets me every time. I, I think it was so well done. It was really well done. And Kelly, to me, <laughs> so she's the one of the group that I feel like she just took a lot of sleeping pills or something. Right. I don't right. know what's going on, but her eyes are just hauntingly vacant. Right. We were talking about that. She sort of floats through this movie. <laughs> but not a good kind of float, though. <laughs> no, like... Like her head is a balloon? Her head is 100% balloon. <laughs> you know, she's like the Goodyear blimp. And, exactly. Uh, and 1981 is a good year, so... Oh my god. Now, look, cut back to Leslie Nielsen, our dude here. Or, excuse me, someone who looks like him <laughs> oh, from no. afar. Okay, <laughs> this is going to happen, by the way, so many times in this movie, because a lot of the people look alike, and uh, sometimes it can be a little bit confusing. Yes. So now we're at Nick's house. Nick being the boy, who's now, you know, an older boy. <laughs> Uh, now he's getting one of the phone calls and Nick does not answer. He leaves before, um, while it's still ringing. And Nick again was, at least he wanted to call for help. So yeah. I have complicated feelings about Nick. He made an effort when they were bullying that girl. In the prologue, he was the only one of the group that actually made an effort to be a decent person when they realized what they had done. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, and Nick seems to be kind of, you know, a popular guy. He used to date Wendy, the girl who scared me at the beginning, the, the last member of the group. So I suppose they're not a thing anymore, but... He just seems nice to me. He see, you know, he has this sweater around his shoulders, which is a little 
you know, a little yuppie. <laughs> you know, there's always one of those. He, yeah. He's the person who just happened to be a yuppie because of life circumstance, but he's got a, a kind of a decent heart. I think he does too. Okay, now we flash to something I still am questioning. All of a sudden we're in the hospital with someone who is in bandages all over his body and he's he was, I think, a past serial killer. What was going yeah. on there? So there was a serial killer in the town and that's our subplot here is that the serial killer has escaped or something like that or been released and now they're sort of tracking his movements there's some sort of showdown with the police and now he is in the hospital so i'm assuming because the case is still open with the little girl robin after she died no one put it together no one knew what happened so maybe they're trying to pin it on this person um However, as we just hear, this guy was institutionalized and badly burned. So how could he be anywhere? There, so there's there's some something happening right now. There's a killer on the loose and they're trying to pin it on this guy. Yeah, so we've got two red herrings so far. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as we know from watching previous slashers, if they make us think someone is the killer in the first 20 minutes, you can bet your butt that it's not the killer. Very true. Okay, wait, pause. I am at 2002. <gasps> Me too. Oh, wow. All right, three, two, one, play. Hey, so another one of these rich kids, and I think that she was also present during the bullying incident in the prologue. Wendy, the leader, is getting the phone call. Wendy! Yeah, I, That's I, right. I have a big problem with her. <laughs> yeah, you hate her. I kind of can't, I cannot stand her, so um, take everything I say about Wendy with a grain of salt, please, because well, it's very pepper. hard. Yes, exactly, and Pepper. It's hard for me to, um, ooh, to really talk about her without some kind of disdain because she's right. just you know she has like a i don't know what this is the the muscle car like a corvette or whatever that's a stingray she, oh okay yeah i have no idea but <laughs> so it's it's a cool car though and you know she's mean to her mom she's obviously a popular rich girl and she just drives over the lawn with her stingray like she's super cool and She's just mean to everybody. I It's just not the kind of person I can uh, be behind. <laughs> no, she's an extremely dislikable character in every possible way. And uh, I, I'd also like to point something out here, too, is that every one of these kids in the prologue, uh, they're all from extremely affluent backgrounds. Right. So when we cut to the future and we got to know them as high schoolers, they're all in mansions, essentially. So right. they're the upper class popular kids. Except Lori's character, Kim, seems to, I don't know. Well, she's, she's, she's down she's to in, earth. Yeah, she's in the group, though. Um, 
And so now we're, we're at school with everybody. We've been introduced to everyone and now they're all together at school. And there's a guy who has one thick eyebrow across his entire face. He's got the unibrow. <laughs> and look, at look he's smoking a joint in the halls. And he's following our girls, just trying to act all cool. And oh, yeah. yeah. They want nothing to do with him. <gasps> Excuse me. Wendy just kissed Nick. But right in front of Kim on Kim purpose. is supposed to be with Nick. See, this is why I don't like Wendy. She's already causing trouble. But Nick... Okay, so here's the thing. Nick and uh, Alex, the, the younger brother, have very similar fros. <laughs> they do. So, so we, we confused them a few times. <laughs> yes, we did. So... Alex is the brother, Nick is the boyfriend. Look, I'm going to tell you like girl. this. I, I am almost tempted to take a point off of the rating for because them looking like I, twins. I know. It's hard. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Because how many times did I do that? <laughs> right. Well, Alex should have been Nick's younger brother. Oh, that would have been cute too. That makes perfect sense, right? Yeah. And then just be... throw anyone else in the uh, in the role of Kim's little brother. Yeah, that's adorable. So, okay, now we're in our subplot, right? We're back. Okay, so it wasn't oh, oh, the yeah. same it's high school. It's a murder mystery. It's Okay, so we're actually back at the abandoned okay. school from the beginning. And We've got confirmation on that. Yeah, and the cops and everybody, they're... I guess someone else has been killed here so someone's on the loose uh they're thinking it's the guy in the hospital who's you know who can't even move so i honestly <laughs> don't know what's going on right now now do you enjoy how this they're they're sort of having the tone of one of those lifetime movie specials here a little bit yeah it, it's it's like one of those uh daytime murder mysteries on tv but what's funny is I don't even remember if we get if we get closure about this subplot. No, we never do. <laughs> Which is like, wait, why are we in a murder mystery? You know, when all the kids are at school and we have that whole thing going on. So this is kind of fun. And for the first time, by the way, and this is extremely significant, we do not have a deputy doohickey here. No, they're not cool. at all. <laughs> So, no, they're very serious. Absolute hard-nosed cop here. Um, sort of in the Black Christmas vein. Oh, for sure. John Saxon! Yeah, yeah, the ultimate. He's going to be the gold standard, I think, forever. Oh, for sure. Okay, so we're back with, back with our final girl here, Jamie Lee. And look what she's wearing. Um, a collar. What is this? A collared shirt, people. Mm -hmm. A collared <gasps> shirt. Okay, um, excuse me. I don't know what's about to happen, but w all of a sudden, we're in um, a ballroom with this huge, like, uh, lit, pla I don't know what that is, plastic okay. floor. Look at, look at, look at what's going on in the background. These people are setting up for the prom. Right. They're setting up for the prom. And I think that this is going to be the same dance floor that they dance on later. And look oh, yeah. at this. Look at Jamie Lee. She's oh, working she, it. Oh, oh she's, 
she's practicing her dance routine and she's killing it. Oh, yeah. she is so good. Oh my goodness. All of a sudden it was Grease. It was just uh, like a music video, disco fever. Uh -oh. And here comes your favorite person in the world. Wendy. Wendy. Ugh. Now, we're going to have a classic exchange here, though. Yeah, you love this part. Yeah. So they're kind of being catty about Nick. Because, you know, Jamie Lee's with them now. Wendy used to be. And, oh, goodness. Oh, okay. So we find out Nick and our Jamie Lee are king and queen of the prom. Mm-hmm. And Wendy is so jealous that she cannot, she can't do anything with herself. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh-oh. This is really tense. <gasps> okay. It's not who you go with, honey. It's who takes you home. Oh, my goodness. Wendy. Oh, oh, oh. One of the all-time classic slasher quotes. Well, well. So she's basically challenging Jamie Lee, like, it doesn't matter if you come with Nick. Oh, what a, ooh. But look at Jamie Lee. She's just, she's like, She's oh. poised. Yeah. She keeps it together. Oh, remember. <laughs> she's kind of laughing at her, um, which is an amazing response. I would not have that response, so. Now, look at this. <laughs> what, what, what we assume to be uh -oh. the killer is sitting here with a yearbook and cutting out the pictures of people who participated in that event in the prologue. All right, and again, the, those four kids. Wendy, the you know little queen bee. Kelly, the sleeping pills girl. <laughs> we've got <laughs> we've got Nick. The SPG. Yes, Nick, boyfriend of our Jamie Lee, and we've got Jude, who hopped in that van with the uh, tracksuit guy. So yeah. that's our little crew. And then Jamie Lee and her brother are the ones who, who lost their sister. Ew! Look what's happening. And They're on the cafeteria. In the epitome of something that could never happen on many levels today, here comes the sleazy dude with a ski mask on, uh, being completely inappropriate. And now we've got a fight. He was trying to mess with uh, Kim. Kim's brother, Alex, comes in. Okay, he's sticking up for his sister. This is really great stuff. He's taking on the bullies. They're older than him, but he can fight better. Boom, boom. One, two, duck. Right But hook. Oh, Ooh. but Ski Mask was way too big for him. Yeah. So and he at the end of the day, down. Mr. Unibrow, a.k.a. Ski Mask, oh, a.k.a. Shithead McGee. Yep. He... He took down Alex, and we don't like to see that because we love Alex around here. Oh my god. I just noticed something. Look at the way that they were... The... the how they were seated on the floor, like, with Alex and Kim, who's Jamie Lee. Yeah. Okay. So I just noticed that, too. That was amazing. Very, very interesting stuff here, so... Yeah, that was just interesting to note. There's so many things that we wish we could say... Mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. on the pod because they all involve this magic called foreshadowing so yes so we'll, we'll talk, we'll about, talk that about that after. <laughs> at the other side nice ew so queen bee wendy um 
Ew, she's like trying to hit on unibrow ski mask. She is trouble. She's deep trouble. Goodness gracious. Okay, unibrow, aka ski mask, aka shithead McGee is now in the principal's office with Alex as they were the two who fought in the cafeteria. Recall that the principal is Alex's father. Um, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Ugh, unibrow. Oh, your son hit me. Yeah, right. You started it. Oh, I I love this Leslie speech. Nielsen, he doesn't even care. He's like, yeah, this is my son. I'm going to stand up for him. Plus, he already knows that this guy's a shithead. Yeah, he's like, get out of here. <laughs> so he that was threatens amazing. Alex. Guy gets kicked out of school. He threatens Alex on the way out. Oof. Um, e- even though he is no longer a student here, we're going to see much more of him. Oh, yeah, we are, because little Queen Bee wants to cause some mischief. LQB is oh. over here trying <laughs> to uh, oh. trying to entice Shithead McGee to to sort of do favors for her in exchange for favors for him. And this is going to to really go to some bad places here. And now we're back with the cops. Oh, what is happening here? We're, why are we back at the abandoned schoolhouse six years later? Why is stuff happening again? What's going on? And so we're flashing back to six years ago and, and the cop who's trying to put all this stuff together. Like, Look at this. It's really good. And it's a it's voiceover. It's just showing the cop, you know, the th- his thoughts and his work. And it's pretty cool, actually. And then We've all of a sudden... We've got a full-blown <laughs> episode of Dragnet here. Seriously. Flashback, or flashing to the, um, the burned victim, which I really don't know. I can't remember what he has to do with anything. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, maybe he's part of it. Maybe he's not. Uh, and then beautiful Look at Canadian this. bluffs. <laughs> beautiful Canadian bluffs. <laughs> BCBs, okay. BCBs. It's just a... Oh, it's gorgeous. They're at the beach. And it looks... I'd go swimming in that water. It looks so pretty. It's kind yeah. of foggy and misty and looks a little bit um, like medieval almost with all of the tall grass. It's gorgeous. So this is kind of a pertinent scene. We've got uh, Kim and Nick establishing themselves as an official couple. Uh, They're sort of sharing a connected moment and reinforcing their bond here amidst the sea. Look at this. Look at this scene. It's just a great scene. I love Jamie Lee. Would you liken this to something like uh, Gone with the Wind. Oh yeah, easily. I I would too. I think it's easily on that caliber. (laughs) Oh my goodness. It's flashing back and forth between Nick's memories of of Kim's sister six years ago and him now. And he's almost about to confess. I I think he is. (gasps) Look at this. Look, he wants to confess. He wants to confess. She doesn't know that he was a part of what happened to Robin. She doesn't she, oh know because God. she went home, remember? 
Yeah, she and Alex went home. This is crazy. So she doesn't actually know that, that he had any anything of them. to do yeah. with her younger sister's death. Yeah, she doesn't know about Little Queen Bee. <laughs> because they never told anyone. Yeah, because like Wendy, Wendy told them not to. I wow. Do you think that this is the most I've reacted to a slasher character? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's without question. Without question. Um, and, you know, she's <laughs> a horrible person, clearly. And, you know, it, there's just I, something I think that that's why her. she's so effective. Yeah. I mean, just something about how she said we're not going to tell. Like, just knowing that she was that evil as a kid. And obviously she grew up to be just the, you know, ruler of the school. It's just so typical. Yeah, she's an evil, manipulative, little princess type of person who has no concern for anyone except herself. And the... Oh, goodness. And now she's with Lou, and they're in her little... Okay, she's car. with Lou. They're, they're basically coming to an understanding here. She's mm -hmm. going to make him feel good. And in exchange... He's going to do favors for her, which involve hurting people. So she's going to use him to do her dirty work. Yep. And her dirty work basically involves sabotaging the prom queen and king. Yes, because she's jealous. And Unibrow is just a little skis. So my theory is that if you shaved off, you, if you shaved off the middle of the eyebrow that his power would go away so uh, also let's just be clear for the viewers that uh unibrow is also known as lou who is also known as shithead mcgee yes the ski mask <laughs> who is also known as ski mask yeah. so and now we have a back to red herring number one yes back to the gardener groundskeeper who just keeps looking at everyone kind of as if he's a voyeur, but we're not really sure what his deal is. Okay. We're back at the school. We're inside of the school. We're in the locker room. Uh, the friends are sharing a moment here. Kelly and Kim. And Kim is so awesome. Um, our Jamie Lee. And she's just, just kind of saying, hey, like, uh, you know, you don't have to wait for like a guy to ask you you can ask them and look at the poster look at the poster wait what's the poster the the remember the old milk it does a body good yeah ads? yeah so it was that thank you oh very much my goodness. Milk. oh <laughs> oh thank you very much milk wow that is hilarious wow there's a okay. it's like a platter of milk on a like a horse riding saddle I don't know what's happening. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Oh, um, we've got sleeping pills over here. Almost another showdown between Wendy and Kim. <gasps> okay, so in the what's happening in the locker room? All all of a sudden, they hear a, a whole bunch of glass breaking. All right. All heck? of a sudden, people are very scared. Now, what are they both wearing? Collars. We've got two women in a final girl shirt now. 
Um, very important to note, you know, especially in these early episodes, this is like the sixth or seventh one we've done. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, we like to reinforce these tropes. And whenever we see a collared shirt, mm -hmm. we call that the final girl shirt. Yes, we do. And Kim, Kim's is a nice collared shirt. It's Kelly's, actually great. Kelly's got some polka dots. So I don't know if that has any meaning, but we'll see. Ooh. All right, so they're investigating the girls' change room. Oh, Canada. <laughs> it says visit, visitors are requested to go to the office. What? Or, or check in at the office or something like that. Did you Wait, see that? Wait, what? For the girls' change room? Yeah. There's, there's a <laughs> sign that says visitors are requested to check in at the office. Okay, that is Who's visiting the girls' change room? <laughs> that is just... Can you imagine how that oh. conversation goes? How does that conversation go? <laughs> and which person at the office do they check in with? Oh my goodness. I'd like to visit the change room, please. Is it the dean? That wow. That is hilarious. I... Okay, that's honestly going to be all I'm <laughs> thinking about now, so... Yeah. Anyway... For listeners. No, that's a thing. That's a thing that you can do. You can visit the girls' change room. It's just like, but you need permission from the office. Can I you can't imagine? Even. Okay, so you walk in there and you keep a straight face and like, hi, um, I'm actually liking to visit the girls' change room. Oh my goodness. Canada. And they give you some sort of pass and you just walk in there. Oh my god. I need to know what that means. We're going so, to do some further investigation. That'll be in the show notes. Yes, show notes. So <laughs> in all that time, they were basically trying to investigate who broke all of the glass that, that shattered nearby. Uh, we have our groundskeeper who, who's on a ladder um, that Kim walks by. So, oh, did he do it? Did someone outside do it? But um, we walk into the, the gym, I think. The, for preparation for prom. Mm -hmm. And it says, I think it says, welcome to disco madness. Yes. Yes. We are in the full-blown disco era here. Okay. Disco is in full swing. So they have to practice earlier than the prom because they're the king and queen. So they're practicing like walking out on stage and it's a whole big thing. I'm loving the colors it's like just uh these yellows and greens and purples nothing makes sense uh visually orange no is that is that nick or alex green this is nick so okay. king, <laughs> king ah. and queen of prom they're practicing walking down okay this is why we get confused because Alex Look is right there and Alex is the one who's supposed to give the crown and blah, blah, blah. And but look at this. They look like family. They they, all three like... of them are family. Oh, so that's crazy. Maybe that's on purpose. I don't know. Just let's all keep track of the blonde fro, please. Let's all keep track of the blonde fro. Uh, <laughs> cue Gregorian chant. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so no now they're practicing the dance which i cannot wait to see i can't wait for that during prom. just to be honest I'm, I'm kind of at the edge of my seat here 
So um, the disco floor is one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I've never been on a floor like that where it's it lights up different colors. Right. And also, while we're sweeping up the glass here, can I point out that oh, there's right. a lot of broken glass in this movie? It's everywhere. Um, yeah, that's right. Just like the podcast, you know, we're everywhere. And nice. there's broken glass all over the floor now. There's broken glass in many scenes in the movie. And I think the reason is because, you know, that's how this all started with broken glass. Yes, with Robin falling out of the window and kind of shattering. Yeah, very, very sad. And that was uh, also for the record, what we call the ubiquitous past event. Right. So there was something that happened in the first 10 minutes of the film mm -hmm. that is the driving force for, for everything. And that's kind of why we have a movie is because Robin fell out of the window, cut herself. And uh, the reason is because she was bullied by these kids who are now high schoolers. And they seem to be, uh, it's, it's almost like they're being pursued by someone yes. who has some sort of grudge against them. Now, Kim being, you know, the sister... I'm the older sister. She's now uh, running away because she sees, you know, our, our red herring, our groundskeeper sweeping up the glass. She, it's really creepy. The halls are completely empty and she's kind of holding her magazines Cosmo <laughs> and, right. and running to her locker. She, it's very ominous. Um, show notes, I definitely want to see what those pamphlets were that, that she passed. Yeah, we'll we'll pause it. We'll yeah. zero in and figure yeah. out that. I have to see that because one of them had a red circle, you know, like anti something. I gotta see what that is. Oh wow. Okay, what's happening now? Okay, we've got the two friends. Um, I'm sorry to say that I forget her name. Kelly is the sleeping pills girl. Kelly. And Jude okay. is the is the one who is with our tracksuit boy okay so jude and slick kelly and and the quarterback yes kim and nick yes and wendy and lou aka shithead mcgee yes aka ski mask aka unibrow yes okay so kelly and jude just received their yearbook pictures that we saw um earlier from the assumed killer when he was ripping out the yearbook pictures. So Kelly and Jude just found those yearbook pictures taped to their, to the inside of their lockers with a piece of shattered glass. On More them. shattered glass. Now look at, look in the background of Wendy's room. There's a picture of Nick on the nightstand. Yeah. So we're, we're kind of going from school. Okay. Now school's done. And now we're going back to all of the individual houses because everyone's getting ready for the prom. And Kim has the same picture of Nick. Yeah, that was... Okay, that's hilarious. I just saw that. It might be they the exact same picture. They both have the same, same picture. picture of Nick. Oh, Wendy. Little Queen Bee needs to move on. And also, there was something very interesting on her bed, too. It looked like a like a little dummy, like a little Pee Wee Herman holding a Budweiser. It, it was, actually. I think that was Pee Wee Herman holding yeah. a Budweiser. Oh, my God. That'll Aww. be in the show notes. Show notes. So, uh, Kim's parents are going to the prom also because her dad's the principal and I assume the mom's coming too, just as his date. 
Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the mom is still extremely traumatized, so she's she's kind of doing this for Kim. Look at the station wagon. <gasps> and we have some POV here. As the parents leave for prom, there's we're with someone in the shadows watching the car leave and kim is home alone i believe getting ready for the prom oh my goodness and she has such a pretty pink dress i love it she i just love jamie lee in this role she's just so cool okay so who we've got a fro uh do you have fro confirmation Yes, I have fro confirmation. Okay. Um, <laughs> that'll be in the show notes. <laughs> show notes. So, not sure. Oh, all right. So, so Alex is here getting ready as well. And and here's another one. Another fro. So, we've got uh, an omnipresence of afros here. So, we're going to call it omnifro. Omnifro, yes. Yeah. It's the omnifro. And Slick is also rocking one. Yeah. And he's about two feet shorter than the girls, you think? Yeah, he's about two feet shorter than them. He's like 4'11 with the personality of Godzilla. Oh, absolutely. He is (laughs) confident. And it works. It's so fun. It's so fun, too, because this movie doesn't actually have, you know, the quote-unquote nerd Right, but it it's... doesn't have the jokester. <laughs> it has the slick. It's slick. It's like it would be slick if he, oh, yeah. if he just wasn't so absolutely sure of himself. He is just walking around <laughs> like he's, he's the he's coolest person. You know, he's like a he's like an inspirational figure almost. Absolutely, because l- look how much power he's he's made for himself. He would have been. Sort of the jokester, sort of the guy who gets bullied, but he's not having that. Oh no, he's slick. Okay, just noticed something. Nick, um, another, an Omnifro. So Nick yeah. comes to pick up Kim, our Jamie Lee, for the prom, and he looks back at the mantle for at Robin's picture of her as a girl, and it cuts away. That's a Rolex, by the way, that she's looking at the time on. Who? Wendy? So, yeah, so Wendy's got a Rolex. She's smoking a camel cigarette. Because She's just very rude. important details. And uh, there's a decanter of Cointreau on the coffee table. And this is the best because she walks out, um, Little Queen Bee, to Lou's car. And the car <laughs> is just falling apart. It is not at all what she was expecting and his buddies are in the back it is you know he's not in a tux or anything it's pretty trashy and oh here comes here comes unibrow oh unibrow aka shithead mcgee aka lou aka ski mask aka ski mask he's got his his uh it's either a nova or a monte carlo and he's got a bottle of Jack Daniels in his hand, so he's drinking and driving. Um, this is a, a a pretty trashy situation that Wendy has created because uh, she's going to 
sort of send Lou out into the world to harm Nick and to possibly even harm Kim. Yeah, and <laughs> uh, by doing this, she, I mean, she set this situation up for herself. And instead of being treated, you know, likely in the way that she thinks she should be, um, mm -hmm. she's she's left with Lou. And I will say that the only part I do like about that is the bottle of Jackie D's because I am a fan. <laughs> you like Jack Daniels. I do. So I love that there's actually quite a few bottles of Jack Daniels and Slashers. Yeah, they're all over the place. Yeah. Um, just like the podcast, Slashers and Suits were everywhere. Nice. Now, do you have the Jack Daniels standard bottle or the Jack Daniels honey? I have the Jack Daniels honey, and I actually have some downstairs right now. Yeah, the Jack Daniels honey, I believe, is your jam. It is. Uh, when they came out with that, it was all over. Yeah. Okay. Um, excuse me. So now... Look at this. <laughs> uh, Whoa! So what we have here, if if you've listened to the Happy Birthday to Me episode, they had a dance as well that was a disco party. This is like that times 1,000. <laughs> it sure is. This is disco fever right here. This is disco inferno. Um, we, we've got some uh, some strobe lights. We've got red haze in the background. We've got uh, whoa an omnipresence of, of disco imagery and yes. disco music being played by an actual DJ. This is our prom. Our prom is 100% disco. Wow, there's just a lot of flashing lights going on everywhere. It's almost hard to figure out where to look here. Uh, but these moves are... Check out these moves. Perfect. So everyone's dancing in, in the middle of that uh, that lit up um, Whoa, floor. Look, 17 more froze. 17 oh, yeah. more froze. I love it. This so, is Omnifro. Disco Madness. There's this huge thunderbolt that's in diamonds or something. And it says yeah. Disco Madness. And, oh, the moves are sensational. <laughs> they really are. Oh, look at our couple. Look at our favorite couple so, here. So Jude and Slick have arrived. And, wow. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, goodness. His introductions are amazing. Everyone's this kind of This guy like... is as cool as it gets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. he's so great. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and elevate him to the top 10 characters. Oh, my God. Top 10. And by the way, you know top, top 10, 10 is a tribute to uh, Happy Birthday <gasps> oh, to Me. Of course. All right. I'll, I'll play the game of top 10 then. Yeah. <laughs> It's like not we, in my top 10. We have to do a lot of top 10s, though, just because of happy birthday. Oh, we've got to do at least, like, top 10 jokesters, top 10 final girls, um, villains, yeah. um, sidekicks. See? These could be entire episodes later on. Creepers? These could be entire episodes. That would be really fun. Yeah, let's do all... Let's Like, after we cover all the movies, we still have 20 more episodes where you can do stuff like that. I would love to do top ten creepers because they're fun. Yeah, let's let's do top ten everything. Oh, so we're you know we're back at the prom and just everyone's just having a great time. This is kind of our relief 
moment when mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um for story's sake you know we we kind of forget the the trouble that's been going on and everyone's having um just a really nice time together kim is dancing with her dad the principal and she's you know everyone's just feeling good oh my god yeah okay check out shithead mcgee he has a bow tie around oh, his neck it's I, not even on the collar it's oh, on his neck i cannot with this couple with oh tuxedo top with, with brows, hey, white beater tank top under. yeah brows and little queen bee are the worst couple ever and i mean i don't mean um look at Alex. I, it, it, it basically saw. means the best Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. What's happening? Okay. Um, hey, Sue, I think you, you want to take this one. The prom king and the prom queen are making their presence known via the disco ball. Okay. Choreographed dance. Our first choreographed dance in the history of the great slasher genre. We've got Nick and we've got Kim. All right. So they're the center of attention. Everyone is surrounding them clapping dancing even unibrow aka shithead mcgee loves it everyone loves it i love it you love it look at this it's ridiculous this is prom God. night in all of its essence we're still going we're about three minutes in oh yeah there, i mean this blown whew. disco right here in I our mean, face everyone has cleared the floor because they're just amazing we've got all the different colors of lights flashing on the floor and jamie lee good god she's a good dancer yeah she's completely incredible and he's trying to keep up with her he's doing all and right he's yeah he's doing okay i mean <laughs> but he's, she's on another as, level as well as you could do with what she's bringing he's, right here yeah he's he's barely hanging but yeah she is completely <laughs> over the top yeah, I mean, she just is disco right now. She is the and essence of disco. She's the essence of disco right now. And he's like, I really better not mess up. <laughs> oh, so this is a classic Jamie Lee Curtis moment. Uh, just... One of my absolute favorites. Oh, this made my top 10 uh, dance moments. And they're still going. They're still going. I mean, this whole entire time, we've got just some, some kicks. And if anyone has seen Grease, kind of imagine that, um, you know, prom dance, except times 10. <laughs> so also, let's give a shout out to this song. The song oh. is uh, called Prom Night, and it's great. Everything is all right. Yeah. Everything is all right. It's so good. No more feeling uptight. Oh so my here goodness. we go. The rest of the people at the prom have joined into prom the dance. Night. Look, now they're doing a dance bah. train. Yeah, clapping. Ah. I'm clapping along. Are you kidding me? Look at this. Yeah. Everything so is here. all right. Bah, 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 bah. Prom night. <laughs> God. And Wendy walked in uh, trying to be um, 
Oh, what is what is that singer's uh, Blondie? Yeah, exactly. Like really trying to be her, and it's it's not working. I mean, Kim steals the show. That's why she's the queen. And we finally leave the disco party after that entire time. And we're back to the cop who's at the high school. And I think he is um, staking it out in case something happens. Is that? And as usual, I thought I was at a concert and it turns out I'm still in the middle of a movie. Right, exactly. <laughs> so here we go. We actually are in the middle of a movie when that epic thing just happened, which I cannot yes. recover from. After I see that choreographed disco dance, you right. know, I, I'm, I'm like floating around the cosmos with a strobe light. <laughs> oh, exactly. And so when we go to the cop all of a sudden, I'm like, oh yeah, there's this whole <laughs> subplot. And all, now we're in the bathroom with the, the our teens, you know, our girls who are getting ready and powdering their noses. And okay. all of a sudden, okay, there was something else that was so funny because there's another girl who's in the group who's just a friend named Vicky. And for like, Vicky. for about half an hour when we were watching it the first time, I could not get around that. I, I did not understand who she was. Why was she in the group? Where did she come from? Does she have any ties to their childhood or to the incident? No, she's just a random girl that they're friends with. And I could not let it go. <laughs> Wait, where did she come from? Do we know? No, we don't. Oh. She's just in the group. She's pretty random. She's so random. Oh, goodness. So, uh, yeah, definitely get her mixed up all the time with the other one. It is, it is very difficult for me to not dance around the room 17 times oh, after that scene. I know, uh, but we're still in a slasher, Heisu. <laughs> How incredible was that? Wow. Okay. okay, so that was amazing. And now uh, you can you can still hear the music, and I think it's still the same song 20 minutes it's later. It's still the same song. And that's the, fantastic. The title track, Prom Night. Which is great. That's what we want. And wow. so we cut to Kelly, who's Sleeping Pills Girl. And she's with her boyfriend, right. the jock, and he's kind of being forceful with her as they're alone. Yeah. And she's saying, you know, no, like, not right now, I'm not into it. And he's not taking that very well, and he's just being a douche. He's the quarterback. And so, honestly, like, we could do a top ten of the jock, you know... That's what I mean. Like, that has some Douches. serious potential. We could yeah. do top 10 of every single archetype. Because they really do emphasize this kind of jock culture. And they made him oh, yeah. you know, extremely... Uh, he fits the bill. Yeah, he's extremely he, he, rude. He just does not disappoint when it comes to the extent to which he is playing his role. Right, exactly. That's what I mean. And so he basically, you know, he says, you tease, and then he just walks away saying, oh, I'm just going to find some other girl. Uh, and leaves Kelly all alone in the locker room. Yeah. And this is like, this is exactly kind of how they portray the the jock trope i appreciate that personally because that's that was my high school experience of these you know the little queen bees and the jocks and the creepers 
it's perfect. It's pretty accurate stuff. So we assume that the killer is here somewhere at this point. Oh yeah, I think this is the first time that one of the group has been left absolutely alone. It is. It's the very first time. So So what yeah. happens when one of the group is left alone? <laughs> um I think the killer is here. This is what happens. Check this out. So, all right, confirmation of the killer. We had a little bit of uh Oh, there's some POV. Okay. Oh we got a shadow. Okay. What's going oh, we on? We have the best slow-mo walk up with just his his or her boots. Okay. Oh my god. Slow motion. Slow motion. Dang. Oh god. Oh god. The killer. The killer grabbed Kelly. No. Dang. Look no, at this. Oh, Kelly. Now. Oh. Look. Oh god. Slow mo. Slow mo. Oh. All right. The killer is yep. wearing all black with a ski mask, by the way. So Kelly is gone. That is. Now, could that be Lou? Do you think that that's Lou? Because Lou is the only person that we've seen in a ski mask. You know what? It could be, except I—I I don't know. It could be. Who knows? But we flash to red fruit punch. Fruit punch, and I'm willing to bet that that punch is spiked. Oh yeah. So. And you know who I think spiked it? Lou. I—I I think it was you. Oh yeah, of course it was me. <laughs> <laughs> but if it wasn't it was you, me. it was Lou. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hashtag. Yes, exactly. If it wasn't you, it was Lou. <laughs> so that was a really fun flash, though, back to the dance, because we had this epic, and I mean slow-mo, walk up to Kelly. What's our body count? One. It's Kelly. Our body count is one. Yeah. Our body count is one. This is unprecedented, and it will never happen again. That so, takes so long for the first kill. And that I really appreciate that about this, actually. We're an hour mm -hmm, in, mm -hmm. and we've been basically in suspense this entire time. And I love that. The entire we, time. We've been, you know, getting to know the group, getting to know backstory, um, and just kind of there's so much tension building up to what's going to happen. And now we have Kelly is gone, and it it switched, it flashed from her back to the party or back to the prom. And now what's oh. going on? We've got Slick. Oh God. And he's wearing a pirate shirt. Yes, he is actually. It is the shirt. Uh, if anyone has seen that puffy shirt Seinfeld episode, it's, it's that. It's that exact shirt. Oh my goodness. Okay, Slick Sparrow over here. Um, he and Jude have... Okay, I was going to ask you what her name was. Yeah, Jude. Jude. They've been having fun in the back of his van, and he broke his glasses. He broke his glasses. Oh my goodness. So, by the way, Jude is now left alone in the back of the van, which they have parked outside of the prom. Because you can still hear the music, but they're like... They're, they're secluded in some woods or something, I think. Oh, look like, at this POV! <gasps> look at this POV! Alright, so we've got POV. He is... <gasps> Slick is... Yeah, he's away from Jude and POV. Black gloves, by the way. 
the never-ending mm -hmm. tribute to the Jalo film. We have some black gloves. Uh, we have Slick with his Omnifro. Now that's a nice do. Okay, well, it's whoa. Half, it's half Omnifro and half Greek. It is. Did you hear what he just said? She's like, let's go, let's go to the cliffs or the bluffs. Wow. <laughs> oh, Slick. He's so funny. So definitely POV all around this couple. And they are taking their sweet time to walk around to some cliff. Right. And, and, and she's four feet taller than him. Oh, she absolutely is. And you know what? <laughs> I like them together. I love them together. I was going to say, um, guess what? There's going to have to be another episode. I know we've been like racking up these episode potentials and how I cool know. is that? Oh, Here I comes another it. one. It's going to be top 10 couples. <gasps> top 10 couples in the slasher. Oh my God. Top 10 couples. There's so many contenders. Yeah. But this one is going to be at least seven. I'll tell you right now. Slick and Jude. Slick and Jude. I love Slick and Jude. You don't love Slick and Jude? Oh my God. Slude. <laughs> Slude. Slude. Wow. Oh, we got, oh, we got some Canadian. Uh, all of a sudden, they stop making out and Slick um, Slick is like, oh, I heard something. Somebody's out there. Wait, is, is that a tattoo in the bottom left or is that a weed? No, it's a weed. It's a oh, weed. it's a weed. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's out there. Somebody's out there. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. So <laughs> what I love is that they had this entire scene building up to the couple, you know, walking to this pretty spot in the woods. And it's like, okay, now we're walking right back to the van with them. <laughs> and it's been yeah. POV from the killer this entire time. So by the way, this guy has $17,000 invested into this van oh it is pretty cool and and we're talking about 1980 money and this van is all the way hooked up now they're gonna smoke a joint it's gonna be just like reefer madness too yeah they get a little silly but i do love that he has you know an american his american history book is cut out and all the joints are in it <laughs> so that's pretty fun and in this every van possible way he's slick <laughs> Yeah, but the van, it is like red velvet, you know, in the entire back part of it. You know, the Even seats are gone. It's like... The paint job yeah. is like spectacular. Oh, the, the red drapes on the windows. I mean, it looks pretty cool. This this so. might be the catalyst for another episode. Dare I say it? The top, top 10, 10 cars. cars in yes. slasher movies. We got it. Yeah. Do you know what my number one is? Yes, is it you this? do. No, it can't be this. Uh, this is my number two. <gasps> this is my number two. Oh my god. My number one car. Is, is it in the, Halloween? It's the green station wagon that Michael Myers drives. Yeah. That awesome. <laughs> <gasps> oh snap! Wow. Yeah, that this. was a jump scare. Kill Whew. number two. All out right. Of so absolutely nowhere. By oh the my way. goodness. See, they take their time, and all, and all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, we're just having a great time. No. Oh, my God. Also, Slick just socked him and then almost ran over him with the car. But Jude is gone. All of a sudden, the door's open. The killer gets Jude, and we are in... Oh, my God. We're just 
in this struggle with the killer and Slick trying to drive away, but remember Slick doesn't have his glasses and they are near a cliff. Glasses-less Slick is doing donuts in the oh middle of an enchanted god. grove. Oh god. While the killer is right on him. Oh my goodness. And it's a little off-putting because the disco music is still playing. It's still playing, by the way. So, uh, it was, I was so surprised, though. And now it's like, yeah, we're just kind of rocking and rolling here, but with Slick and the Killer, oh my god. Oh no! Oh, oh, Slick goes over uh, the cliff. To be honest with you, I felt really sad. You know, oh. this was a this was a sad kill for me because I actually really like Slick. One. I like Slick too. I like him a lot, but he just okay. The van went off of the cliff, burned. Oh, Slick is dead, and we are at a body count of three. Three. Okay, so, we were at zero for the first sixty minutes, and now we're at three within five minutes. Yeah, it's intense. <laughs> oh, now oh, we're back. Now we're holding. Oh, oh, we're back at the prom. And everyone is, you know, turned it up to an 11 right now. Dang. You know, I, I'm going to confess this to you right now. If I was there, I'd be an 11.5. Oh, my goodness. I swear. Okay, disco madness <laughs> over there. Um, ooh, our original creeper. Ooh, look at the false POV. Wow. That was like four tropes at, at one time. Incredible stuff. Oh goodness. So who who's left from the original group? Who's we've still got, alive? I was um, just gonna say yeah, we've got Lou, <laughs> Wendy. Wendy. But from the original kids, it's Wendy is left and Nick is left. They're the only two, right? Yeah, they're the only two. Okay. And Nick is dancing up a storm with Kim. So I know. Don't you feel kind of bad for him? Because Absolutely. He can't he can't dance like he can, not even nope. close. Not no, even he tries, though. not even like one percent. But it's I think they're oh my goodness. They might be my top couple. Wow. I might have to ooh, I might have to just proclaim that. Really? Yeah, I really like Nick. I I feel so sad because Wow. I know that he went along with it, but I feel like he was peer pressured a lot by Wendy, you know, when he wanted to go tell. Not okay. that that makes it okay, but I feel like he's the one who has been struggling with this the most for the but entire time. But that's your top couple. That's pretty intense. But well, the dance, excuse me, we have a 10 minute disco dance. <laughs> like that I makes know. the top couple. I know. <gasps> okay. Okay, so jump scare. We were whew, flashback to, or not flashback, but we go to the uh, prom and the bathroom where Wendy is putting on some makeup. All of a sudden, the killer comes in with an axe. He misses her though, and so she's able to escape and she runs away. Uh, gosh, I don't know where she is. Just running. Ah! Dang! Look at that. Oh, he almost got her again. Oh my God! And, and with oh. the with the red lighting in the background and the dark school, they're running through the school. The killer is Ooh. chasing Wendy. We have a prolonged chase sequence. Uh, <gasps> it's almost like the killer is is purposefully taking their time here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The way that he runs, I've never... I know, I know. What is happening there? Top. That's another top ten. We're going to have to do the top ten running sequences. The top ten runners. Remember we started this with Shelly in front of the 13th Oh, God. Three. Well, he's... I'm sorry, Shelly's number one. Shelly's The way that he one. runs with yeah. those high water pants. High water uh, turquoise pants. Yep. Okay, but this is, uh, this is good. And we could do top ten... Top ten approaches. everything. Top ten approaches, though, like walk. You know, we're gonna have a year's worth of top ten. <gasps> okay, episodes. okay, okay. Wendy is hiding in a classroom. More slow motion. Slow mo. Uh, walking. The killer walking, just showing the boots. And again, this is creepy. I love schools at night. There's something about, um, like the the after work vibe or something where, you know, right. all the desks, the chairs right. are turned over and, and the lights are off. There's just something very strange about spaces at night. Well, how about this? If you think that schools at night are fascinating, I've got the movie for you. Ooh. It's called Night School. Okay. Uh, uh. You don't have to convince me about night school. <laughs> night school is one of my favorites. Yep. Yeah, we'll be covering that soon. Soon, uh, by the way. Something, something tells me you'll be using that as one of your picks in the near yeah, future. Absolutely. Uh, I love night school. Underrated. You really do. It's so good. It I love is. the final girl. She's incredible. It's, no, it's, it's going to get a very high rating from me. Oh. I mean, she's very so high rating for smart. Me. I mean... Okay. Well, you... look at our picks. You know... You chose "Happy Birthday" to me as our inaugural pick, it's true. right? And then, and then I countered with "Prom Night." Oh, Wendy is still running, and I have to say, oof, Wendy makes it tough for me. Um, I do not like her. I know, I know. And <laughs> I almost—it's almost funny how much I don't like her. Compared to all of the other uh, people in slashers, I could have picked to to like have almost? this. <laughs> it is extremely funny. <laughs> I've been laughing for ten days straight. I love it. It is like, extremely funny. Oh my god! Of all you the people her. in slashers to not like Wendy, you hate her. Yeah, number one, number one hated character for me. But the solace for that oh, is no. that. When you know, actually, the solace is coming right here on the screen. Oh goodness! When you goodness. hate a character in a slasher, you know they're gonna get killed. And I'm not saying like that's great, but for this template, Wendy was well. <laughs> Wendy was the girl at the beginning saying, "Don't tell anybody, and let's just make this go away." I mean, I just. I hated her from that second. It's not just yeah. that she's this little queen bee. It's that she did something very uh, bad seed. Right. No, you you don't just hate her for three out of ten reasons. You hate her for ten out of oh, ten absolutely. reasons. And you hated her from the very beginning of the movie. I did. She made me not want to have children. You hate her in the past <laughs> and the future. Like everything about yeah. this person, you can't stand, and and I found that to be very interesting because it added a layer to the whole movie experience. It really did. It oh, added a layer for me. 
I didn't even know that there could be another layer for oh. me. I mean, I've I've seen this 186 times, you know? Oh and my yet, goodness. you told me that, and now it's brand new again. <laughs> I love it. Wendy's still hiding, by the way. We're, we're with her as she's, you know, still running through the school, different spots. She's now found, what is this called? The, um, you know, the auto shop part of the school. Yeah, they're and, at the auto shop. <laughs> yeah. And so she was hiding in a car and now she's just trying to, to break out. This is something I find interesting in so many movies and TV shows. When there's an event going on at the school, all of the other exits are completely chained up. You notice that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely. And it's uh, worth noting here that this kill sequence is taking a very long time. That's what I mean. Uh, Perhaps I the longest one yet. Oh, longest, totally. And... In fact, this is the longest in the history of the genre that doesn't involve the actual final girl. Right. She's doing final girl stuff. She's survived uh, 17 times now. Yeah. You know, and, and been resourceful, been strangely resourceful. I would even wager to say unfairly resourceful, more so than she should have been. And, I mean, and yet here she is 12 minutes later. But, I give oh. her that because she has, she's the queen bee. Like she's, she's tough in a way that the girls from Heather's are tough. The exact same way. Yeah. You know, she's a Heather. She is definitely a Heather. Oh my goodness. Okay, so now it's not looking good. She's hiding in a room. However, we see blood dripping on the floor. That's not a good sign, people. Whose blood, though? I don't know, but the killer's Who's approaching blood is with his that? axe. Oh my god. Oh, she's in the... Oh. The locker room? Where... The, sor the storage room? Wait. Oh, there's another body from one of her friends up yeah, there. Yeah, yes, from Kelly. Sleeping Classic. Hills. Oh my god. So this is, this <sighs> is she's a quasi-final girl. She's the only one in the history of the genre. <gasps> and now... Oh my god. Oh god. She's... <gasps> okay, okay. That was maybe the creepiest thing I've ever seen. So it turns to black. The screen goes black, and all we hear is the killer with Wendy. Now, now, yeah, now. and, oh and also that was that was censored. Oh, I think it's effective though, because that voice is crazy. That voice is so perfect. Okay, so now what's happening? Uh, we've got some chumming it up here between. Uh, Canadian dudes about town from generations past and here we go back to the disco ball but uh, Jamie Lee weren't those the cops though like are they still on their murder mystery <laughs> yeah no no there's literally two movies happening right now my once. goodness I am the lifetime special you know like the igloo diaries of murder or whatever <gasps> it's called is still happening Oh my god. Oh, this is awful. The groundskeeper that, you know, was our red herring creeper, he's been drinking a lot. But he comes the into groundskeeper. 
the red herring creeper. Yes, the, the yes, exactly. Of the prop. The keeper creeper. <laughs> and but he's trying to tell people there's a killer loose, but a they keeper. think he's just drunk, so they escort him out. And, and the sad thing is, he's, he's right, and they just arrested him, and they're probably gonna pin all of these murders on him. Yeah. The groundskeeper. The groundskeeper creeper. The creeper. The people. You know, we're just in this party, and Lou is smoking with his bow tie around his neck. Oh dear. And his his wife beater. Seriously, he's wearing a wife beater with a tuxedo top and a bow tie around his neck. Oh my god. The fact that a human being has worn this attire. Oh, <laughs> uh, are you going to be Lou for Halloween now? I probably should. I think you should too. Yeah, I'm going to be Lou next Halloween. I'm going to be Slick. Yeah, you should be Slick. That's perfect. The puffy shirt and the glasses. It'll be so fun. I miss Slick. I already miss him. Oh. Okay. Okay, so... We are setting up now the stage for the prom king and queen entrance. So we've got Kim and Nick, but we've also got the killer here. Oh wait, we've also wait, got what's happening? we've got Lou and his stupid buddies tying the bullies, Nick up. The bullies just got Nick. The bullies just got Nick. <gasps> so they they punched him out. So I don't know what the trick is supposed to be. Like Lou comes out as the king to meet Kim instead of Nick. Yeah. And it's supposed to be the, I don't know what they were pause, planning. Pause, 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 One, twenty-three, twenty-eight. All right, ready? Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ready? Ready. Three, two, one, play. Okay, the bullies are basically beating the shit out of Nick. They've got him cut back to Kim. She has her crown on. Uh, she's doing Ish. the prom queen thing. And something incredibly strange is going on here. It looks like Lou, a.k.a. Unibrow, a.k.a. Ski Mask, a.k.a. Shithead McGee, <gasps> is going to take over the prom. He's going to pretend oh to be the prom king. Oh, my God. He put yeah. on Nick's jacket. You see the pale blue Jacket. Look at this. So now he, he has took... the next jacket. Wow. Wow. Yeah, uh -oh. he's a shithead. He, he the took killer's here. He's, he's going to do a surprise for us, but I think the killer might have other plans. Check well, out the this killer, axe. The killer's after Nick, right? And maybe he yeah. thinks that whoever's in the crown and Nick's jacket, by the way. So Exactly, oh. because Nick is the only one left alive so who was there that night. Wow. Yeah, but now it's Lou. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, it's it keeps like going back and forth between. Do you notice how how Kim, this, like we can't even contain ourselves? This movie is so fucking good. It's so <laughs> wow. good. Like I am excited right now because it's crazy the tension between presenting Kim the Queen. It's very it's a very uh, Carrie esque moment. It's very Carrie. It's very Carrie. I just committed very Carrie. Oh my god! Hilarious. But you know something's gonna happen as she's supposed to. She's supposed to have this amazing moment and. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Holy! 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <Okay. laughs> Mr. Unibrow, aka Ski Mask, aka Shithead McGee, aka Lou, just Ooh. tried to do his little masquerade where he was going to walk out and claim to be the prom king. But guess what happened? Instead, he got decapitated. Oh so my his plans didn't God. matter. The 7 o'clock appointment doesn't matter. The 9 o'clock appointment oh, doesn't matter. No. And the 11 o'clock appointment doesn't matter because he's okay. decapitated. Okay, so... Okay. The killer got Lou. However, he also hit something um, electrical. So it, it zapped him back. It zapped him back into onto the floor and like did something to all the strobe lights so it's going nuts outside everybody sees Lou's head it rolls onto the stage um everybody's left right now of screaming like nick is beat up but kim tries to help him walk and get out of there look yeah oh she's, my god she's, oh, she's fantastic you know yeah i mean she's as good as it possibly gets look at her she's like i'm not leaving where's nick Let's go. Nick's leg doesn't work. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Kim is down for her man. He's helping him, and now it's a confrontation with the killer. <gasps> the killer's right view. here. I mean, he's with right here. Axe <gasps> in his hand. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. Look at Kim. Notice notice how he just sort of brushed her to the side. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm focusing on this guy. Yep, interesting. Uh-oh. Kim grabs a chair. She tries to take him right? down. Doesn't work. But the killer, but the the killer's like not even focused on her at all. No, Scream Queen, by the way, she's she's got some Look, pipes right here. Listen to right these here. screams! Oh my god, listen to these screams! Scream Queen, and what's crazy the dis- right now? The disco floor. That's what I was gonna say. It's <laughs> the the strobe lights. Everything is crazy. Everything is flashing a million miles a second. The the music is on, and the killer and Nick are in this crazy Showdown. wrestling match. Showdown. Showdown. Okay. And Okay, the axe, oh my god. The axe goes to the side. Kim grabs it. Oh my god. And she can't, she doesn't know how to hit because they keep wrestling back and forth. Like, she's trying to yeah, get the she killer. Yeah, she doesn't want to hit oh my her god. man. But look I at mean... her. She's standing there with the axe, which is total final girl. You know, the final girl gets oh, the tool. She's ready. She gets the tool of the killer. And she just axed the killer. Ooh. Oh my god. Oh, oh, oh god. Oh my Uh-oh. god. Uh-oh. Oh my god. Uh-oh. She looks the killer in the eyes and she Uh-oh. knows she knows him. She they know each other. Those <gasps> eyes and the oh, killer goose- recognizes her eyes too. Goosebumps. Now and what's what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Oh my god, goosebumps. She's like uh, what what's going on? She's oh trying my to god. Act- Oh, My she's emotions. now. Okay. She's trying to get away from Nick now, and she's actually trying to go after the the killer. Oh, gee. Oh, god. Look at oh the flashbacks. God. Flashbacks okay. to the beginning oh, of the movie. So Everything that's happened so far. All the cops are outside. Everything's crazy. The killer is walking out of the door, just to a, a crowd of screaming people. But it's it keeps flashing back to to the the kids. From six years ago, killer, killer, killer. Oh. Oh my god, oh my god. This okay. is so good. Alright, so it's so tense. What's gonna oh god, happen? Oh, oh Kim! Oh my god. So we flash back to the little girl falling out of the window. And now we're with the killer. And Kim says, Don't shoot him. But he did. Oh my oh god, so <gasps> 
Kim kneels over the killer who's still in a mask, but she recognized his eyes. God. Oh, she's just holding him. Oh, I gotta cry. I know. This I'm is like, almost too much. I'm this is cry. too much. All right. She's slowly pulling the mask off of the killer, and it turns out to be Alex. It's, it's her Alex, brother. who is her little brother. Her little brother. And he's crying and he's injured and he's actually about to die. But he's saying in his last breath that the reason he killed all these people is because they killed Robin. They killed Robin, the they little ki- girl that died at which the was beginning his, of the movie. Which was his sister. And now we wow. see that the shadow at the beginning of the movie that was with the little girl was actually him. So he witnessed the whole thing. And all God. we see is Kim holding him, and like, it's so sad. And now he's <gasps> dead, and we cut to the fucking credits. Oh, the movie is over now with I'm... no closure. With no closure. I am all over the place. <laughs> that was so intense. And look, there's someone in the credits named Peta. Peta <gasps> Oliver. I'm, I'm wondering where hummus is. Oh my god! But let so me good. tell you this, okay? That was so good. From a serious perspective, uh, yeah. There is no, crying. there is no <laughs> slasher movie that <sighs> grabbed me the way no. that this movie did. This is ridiculous. Uh, I am. Uh, I. You know how it affects me. You uh, know how this movie affects I me. I am emotional. <laughs> It's... I don't like so, okay. Whew, okay. So when that is one of the most intense moments I think of any movie, forget slashers, like of any movie, the killer stands up and they know each other because she recognizes his eyes and his eyes look so sad and it's like he sees these kids kill his sister and 6 years later he snaps and he goes after them. And then Kim is just holding him. And now she's lost two siblings. She's lost both of her siblings at this point. And that's how it ends. That's how it ends. And the ultimate tragic ooh. character here. But uh, she's so, like, wow. Ooh. She is like, wow. she is righteous though. She just comes out and she's like, oh my God, it, it's affecting me. <laughs> that was insane. Yeah. No, I don't know what to say. I am not ashamed to admit that I am crying and <laughs> I am teary. Like wow, the reason the okay. reason is because this movie just gets me in the heart. I mean, you know, when it when it comes to this genre like we've never had anything like this before. We've never had a a story of 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 justified revenge. You know, of justified revenge and the complexities that ensued oh when, when, when his sister was yeah. romantically involved with, with one of his target victims. And, yeah. Um, Who's this, and his then, twin in Froze? <laughs> yes, they both had the unifro. And oh, we flash yeah. back to the beginning. And remember, remember, yes. we saw a shadow over the body of Robin at the very beginning of this film. Yes, exactly. We saw a shadow over the body. Somebody found her body 
and that was Alex. It was Alex. Now no, that was Alex. Oh my God, who was like the cutest little boy, by the way, with his little yeah. curly hair. Yeah, oh and he didn't God. want he didn't he didn't want to play the game or anything, you know. And Kim just went home, oh. and it it, it all oh just my. happened. <laughs> I love everything about this movie. That was um, amazing. That was you're not going to find me emotional about any other film. So this is a one of a kind thing here. Seriously. Uh, there, there is no other slasher movie that oh does this God. to me, but Prom Ooh. Night does, and it always has. It always has, because I, I love Alex. I love Alex. I love Kim. Oh my God, are you kidding me with Kim? With her wow. dance moves and her, the power with just grabbing an axe, and I mean, okay, there's, oh. I can't even All right, when we talk movie. about when we talk about backstories right and we talk about justified killers we don't need to do a top 10 on that subject no 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 because no. this is number one there and, there is no comparison i mean probably like the only one as far this as this is uh yeah. He, he, yeah this is i mean this is this it is, without question the only time a slasher movie has crossed over so to speak exactly into this is a moral tale an emotional roller coaster yeah i am i mean and the acting by the way it's jamie lee curtis so you can't go wrong obviously and so her acting is so affecting like the the way that they know each other the way that there's just such sadness and the you know she's just holding him and crying for everything that's happened because by the way you know, she was trying to get him away from Nick. So there's just so much going on here. Oh my there's God. so much going on. Um, and the closure, wow. like, will she find out, by the way? Do you think she'll find out that Nick was part of it? You know? I hope so. And but I don't know how she could. What will that mean? And it's just, oh, she's so good, though. I, she's so sad. <laughs> I don't know what to do. It's so good. My God. Um, like, I don't know what happened. Okay, so, like, I love that the beginning and the middle, and we're, we're really getting into, you know, the dance and then the the count. But honestly, the last 10 minutes of this movie are the the most intense. I mean, maybe we could do a top 10 like that, but this would be top five easily of the most suspenseful endings in the genre for me. You know what? All I have to say is fuck Citizen Kane and fuck Casablanca because when it comes <laughs> to film, when it comes to film... Oh no, it got you. It's all about prom night. You know, okay. you want to get my emotions? Yeah. You, you, you do what this movie just did to me. Oh dear. So, okay, folks, we knew this was coming. Jamie Lee is the only girl for Heisu and there was <laughs> there was nowhere to go with prom night except for number one uh so it's really <laughs> i get a kick out of it because <laughs> because there's just there's no other movie when it comes to prom night for you so wow 
I love it. Wow, 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 wow. I am barely recovering from I that. I know. And, and here's the funny you. thing. Even after like 300 viewings of oh, this movie, it still has the power to get me in my feelings. Okay. We watched it yesterday. Yeah. And tonight. And we cried. And yeah, and tonight though, I think it was even more intense. Oh, we cried even more tonight. I, I did. I did. Wow. Those those last just noticing more and more things and noticing um the connections between them. The I can't with that ending. It is it really gets me. And I think I was really locked into the suspense, which we were talking about with uh New Year's Evil, that you know, it it just lacked any kind of tension. And when I say tension or suspense, this is what I'm talking about. Because oh, yeah. those last few minutes, it is anybody's game, first of all. Right. And right. the reveal is spectacular. It's it's the best one I have ever seen. Oh, here you go. It is the See, best this is, one I have all right. Ever seen. So this is what was going to happen with prom night for you. <laughs> yes. No. This is the best reveal. Oh no. <laughs> I have ever seen, and it's the best one I ever will see. Oh my goodness. Look, that's signed, sealed, and delivered. Oh. Okay. My. Alex <laughs> as the killer. Oh god. Oh my god. I'm not sure why they had him in lipstick. I don't know either. So here's the thing, folks. Um, the only sure thing, <laughs> the only thing that takes any kind of power away from that final scene with the reveal when Kim goddamn lipstick, man. <laughs> she takes off the ski mask, you know, and it's a lot. It it is quite a lot of red lipstick, and, and it's like the like 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 the deep raspberry color. Oh, you know. I was thinking it was supposed to be blood, but it does not come off that way at all. And blush. And blush, oh, by the way. He's, he's, you know, he's um, had some, <laughs> he's had some uh, time in the powder room. Yeah. And so that's the only thing that sometimes, like, I could focus on that if I wanted to, which I totally did last night. But yeah. <laughs> this watch through, I think, because I I had that moment. And so this time I was so, it, it got me. It was gripping. The intensity yeah. of emotion between them and his sad little eyes. And then Jamie. Jamie's completely messed up at the end there. So. Oh, Penny snoring. There are so many things going on here. We've Wait. got the ultimate slasher killer in terms of oh dear. sympathetic in terms of sympathetic here we go um, hey, hey sue with prom night we warned everybody like oh yeah they better move out of the way when jamie <laughs> I'm leaves coming on to town. screen yeah yeah i'm coming to town i've got my dancing shoes on too i know believe it or not they're I on bet. tight i bet uh so the <laughs> ultimate sympathetic killer the Ooh. the ultimate uh, emotionally gripping plot. Oh my line. god! Oh man! Absolutely. Jamie Lee, just—I I mean, I don't even want to say at her prime because she has no prime. She's she's eternal. She's infinite. 
Yes. She's that good. Like, it's just Jamie Lee doing her thing. I know. Being herself. Love. Wow. And and also, the Omnifro, you know, on the podcast. Oh, the Omnifro. we, we often talk about white guys with afros because we get a kick out of them. And oh, they're great. In the 70s and 80s, there were so many. That's oh, great. And a lot it. of them, you know, okay. are featured in these films. Okay, so, excuse my dog, Penny. She's snoring like a little piggy. So. The mascot. The yeah. mascot here. Excuse her. So Prom Night gave us everything that we could possibly want from a slasher movie and more. And yes. I, I think I think we need to elaborate on the more because that will become the thing from now on, which is the music. Okay, the music. Now, I do want to point out, we were just talking about New Year's Evil. Regardless of anything about the movie, the soundtrack, the music. Was it 10? 10. Yeah, Absolute 10. 10. This movie, the disco was fantastic. Oh my god, it was so, so fun. good. And almost like oh my god, almost off-putting in a good way though because you're having all of this um uh intense suspense going on with the killer and everything but with disco in the background. So Exactly. And it played for like 30 minutes. Yeah. And it was the last 30 minutes, which, by the way, that's when the kills started. Right, exactly. I mean, come on. The first kill was an hour in. Oh, my goodness. You know, there's so much going on here. And in that way, it does remind me a little bit of Halloween um, with the long buildup. Well, how about this? The killer's her brother. Oh, well, 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 well. The killer is Jamie Lee Curtis's brother, folks. Okay, so. <laughs> you are excited. I'm a little. Yeah. I am. I am really wondering about your rating, because are we gonna have to have a debate? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When it comes to the ratings, here, oh no, oh no. I I have no problems with this movie whatsoever. Oh my goodness. There is nothing negative I can say about okay. this epic masterpiece. Okay. <laughs> yes. Therefore, oh my. I am going to give this film a 9.8. <gasps> what? I'm giving this a 9.8. I loved every second I was on the edge of my seat. I liked the main story. I liked the subplot. I liked uh, everyone involved just perfectly played their roles. I think it did the 1981 Canada thing. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis was here for Christ's sake. And the 9.8? You I didn't give... Ha- so okay, much. wait a second. Because <laughs> you didn't give Happy Birthday to Me or Black Christmas that high of a rating. Right, because they didn't make me cry. Are you kidding me, though, with Black Christmas? I mean, they were so good. And I love those movies. But Prom Night tapped into my emotions. The... The the construct here, where the killer is the little brother, right? Okay. And he's getting revenge for Robin's death, and Jamie Lee pulling the ski mask off, and it's her little brother. And I know that's, that that got me so much in the heart, and was so good in my opinion that I'm gonna give it a nine point eight. Oh my 
god. I'm gonna give it a nine point eight because in addition to that, it did everything else right. Like it did all the it. classic slasher things right, but it also had this uniquely emotional thing. I mean, usually we're pretty detached; like we're laughing. Right. Most of the time, we're laughing at these movies. You know, not in a condescending way, in a way oh, that we love them. We're laughing, we're laughing with them because these movies are are really, 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 really fun, really fun. And this is no exception. But there also happens right. to be like this emotionally gripping story right and it worked and 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 i would dare to say that it's the only time that it did work it really so, is i'm going to say yes i agree with you that it works i do want to point out one thing i noticed this time that i didn't last time that i thought was amazing during the cafeteria brawl with lou and alex oh yeah when alex falls to the ground yeah. Um, Kim, Jamie Lee, goes to him and kneels and holds his head like, are you okay? Which is exactly... Exactly what she did at yeah, the end. Exactly the, the wow. pose of the end shot with them. Wow. And wow. I think that's actually really cool. And Okay. And I like to it. expound on that, so let's talk about foreshadowing because... This is the end now. We've all seen the movie, so we get to talk about this. At the very beginning of the <laughs> film, when we first cut to the future, and remember when the family is at the cemetery? Yes. And they're at Robin's grave. So we see Alex at the grave, right? Yes. And we focus on him, and the camera lingers on him, and he's clinching his fists. He is so angry. He's okay. so angry. And, and so he is clearly showing us what's going on here. And my God, if there has ever been a killer who is more justified, then, you know, somebody just tell me. Because as far as I'm concerned, 9.8 all day, every day. <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, I'm bummed because I meant to look for that in that scene. So I'm gonna have to go back because I forgot to look for that. Um, when he's in the the cemetery. I mean, it's just so good. Like we we remember Alex. So I want to go back. I want to see that. So show notes. We're going to also um, shout out the pamphlets that are at the high school. I want to go back and see what those were. Yeah, I think the they were anti-drug pamphlets. pamphlets. <laughs> yeah. Pam. So. Oh my goodness. I don't I almost don't know what to rate this. Isn't that interesting? I like <laughs> Penny, this. I like this. Penny is snoring so loud. Um because I think it's it has everything. The the final girl, one of my favorites. I, I, um, I'm still having the Kleenex, to be honest. I know, I, I know. So I'm crying here. So here's my thing. I have two things. Oh, <laughs> love it, One. love it, love it. Wendy gets Jamie Lee's final girl time. And I don't, I don't yeah, know if I can approve of that. Right. It should have been right. Jamie Lee. How about that? How about that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Should have been Jamie. Because um, just that whole sequence. But even though the showdown is amazing, 
However, I know that it couldn't have been because Alex wasn't going after Kim, but something exactly. could have been done in the final showdown with Nick, perhaps. So I don't know. I have complicated feelings about that. Um, yeah, it's complicated because the killer is. is her little bro. Right. So obviously, like, he's going after Wendy. But just as far as the sequence plays out in slasher movies and that kind of final girl reveal, um, Happy Birthday to Me was, you know, a really, really amazing reveal as well. Also related, they were sisters. So. Yeah. So I do really love that tie in. Um, the second thing for me. And mm. and you'll know. Mm -hmm. We were gonna do top ten runs, top ten runners. Right. I I can't. Freddie, for me, is the only one allowed to run. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. That is an excellent detail there. <laughs> that is an excellent detail, and I think that that's going to come into play a lot more oh, as the podcast will. progresses. Something tells me when we get into some Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. Because um, Freddy's obviously <laughs> my guy. Freddy's my yeah. guy. And yeah. I'm not saying I, I don't, you know, none of them are ever run or supposed to run. That's not what I mean. The way that he was running, he was an uh, he was running like a complete athlete, like a right. gymnast or something just like right. a, like he like he knew kung fu <laughs> exactly exactly so aside from that which minor detail but i it did kind of catch me off guard uh i don't know why so i have complicated feelings about his run mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. then, so that's the only the only other thing that i would say as far as any points being kind of taken. However, the emotion at the beginning with the with the girl, the sister, and the end that is just one of the most intense scenes ever. In I any genre, say, wouldn't you agree? I would say that. And I will say 9.5. Hey, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> 9.5. 9.5. Okay. Okay. Well, that means we both loved it. Oh, absolutely. And it certainly deserves uh, many, many, many more viewings. We've got every single thing going on here at the same time. We've got 100% of the slasher tropes. And check this out. When we talk about Oh, It's You, do you want to <gasps> talk about the ultimate... You want to um, talk about the yeah. pin ultimate, oh, it's you. How about that moment during the final showdown where the oh. killer looks at Jamie Lee Curtis in the eyes? I know. And she, she realizes that that is her little brother. I know. it. That That's the part wow. that gets me. That gets me. Wow. It's, oh, it's insane. It is just incredible. And and obviously Jamie Lee is so such a good actress that it she's so good i mean it, it it's hard to beat because she can convey everything um with a look yeah so so we knew immediately what was going on just by the way she was looking at him and it oh it gave me goosebumps i ha i still have goosebumps uh, honestly my god the second the second that jamie lee curtis and the killer locked eyes yeah we both emotionally checked out. Yeah, seriously. I was like, okay. 
This wow. is like game over. Grab the Kleenex, yeah. okay, and order uh, an was, extra box. <laughs> it was intense. And so uh, that's always going to be probably one of the best slashers, I would say, in yeah. the genre. Oh, yeah, it's always going to be one of the best. I mean, there's nothing, there's there's really nothing for me to complain about too much. I mean, it's Well, you're so over good. there with your suit on, I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I <laughs> just loved every second. Um, <laughs> I love it. It's uh, slasher movie par excellence. Yes. It has the ultimate ubiquitous past event. Oh, which, I do love that. Which actually tugged our heartstrings. I think that that's worth noting. It that is. Oftentimes, the past event is will will just be some silly thing because they got lazy as the years went on. Right. But we're in 1981 Canada here, and right. this past event is something that every single one of us can feel for. I love it. Seriously, the so bullying. Much. The, the way that Robin got bullied and got backed into a corner, right. fell out of the window, and died because of this bully stuff. And then the way that they grew up to be bullies in high school because they That's didn't I mean. learn their lesson back then. I mean, come on. Except, wait. So except, good. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> exception. Exception. I will say Nick. With the exception of Nick. Okay, thank you. Because With the exception of Nick. Because I like him. He wanted to stop it, but he got peer pressured into it. And yeah. and he's Jamie's beau. And he almost <laughs> confessed. He almost, he almost confessed. He was so close. So I, I think that that adds a lot to it. So one of the group of bullies had a change of heart, turned into a better person. Yeah, and he really did. actually almost confessed. Oh, but he was saved by the bell. And... Yeah. I think I so I love that. I love yeah, I it has everything going for it. Um the everything. dance sequence though is <laughs> just there's there's almost nothing to say about this ten minute disco dance sequence choreographed. It's amazing. It's oh it's it's the most very difficult. Fun ever. Yeah, I can't really review that scene because it's just uh, awesome. It is so good. In fact, it is better than actual musicals it is better than the actual contemporary musicals it's just a scene that's hiding in the middle of a slasher movie that is better than musicals they did musicals better than musicals they did slashers better than slashers they did lifetime movies better than lifetime movies they did leslie nielsen better than leslie nielsen okay i mean the snozberries Uh, 9.8 oh my god yes that was hilarious it is definitely your prom night i will say yeah this is uh (laughs) just uh just to just to be fair here i will i will admit that this is my favorite of the uh of the (gasps) canadian 1981 slasher films excuse me this is my favorite one right here after happy birthday to me oh yeah this is this (laughs) is this is definitely my favorite and and the reason is uh you know i love everything in the movie everything that we talk about is great but the one thing that makes it my actual favorite is the sheer emotionality oh for sure of course 
Nothing else ever came close. It n nothing truly. See, you know? for me though, that's why I go happy birthday to me because that for me is the emotion, the emotional roller coaster of this traumatized, you know, the PTSD girl who's having these flashbacks and finally remembering the past event that leads her to think she's almost the killer and then to have that right. reveal around the birthday party right hey sue <laughs> i know that's pretty damn good too that's we my are favorite roll. that's my We're favorite so so yeah you hate it <laughs> Just, <laughs> i love it I so happy birthday to me brought me to the brink of tears but prom night brought me to actual tears i know so i will that's say the difference yeah i will say this really got me um oh uh, and you too by the way my, my let's just state for the record <laughs> i was i know i was really really affected you you actually <laughs> cried during this movie i know okay I did. and this is the first time by the way you did not cry during happy birthday to me but you did cry during I prom know. night you did cry during prom night <gasps> because this movie is so oh god emotionally gripping it got you and i i recognized when it got you yeah because we both did the same thing we did I that know. thing where we sort of throw the tissue box back and forth like a football yeah but you it's not like you're i'm not got i admitted to it i admitted yeah, it <laughs> you did, which is great which is great i said i cried well, i you, well, know you, ninja guy you admitted, you admitted that you were got <laughs> you know that's what I'm, happened to both of us i'm I mean, so got and I, it's so funny because <laughs> it hasn't happened before. And guess I what? Know. Spoiler alert! It's this is not going to happen again. So let's relish this moment. I, I can one hundred percent guarantee you Ooh. that we're we're not going to actually get emotional on Ooh. on any other film because I mean we're, we're going to love other films. We're going to yeah. love the hell out of other films in every possible way. But we're not going to actually truly cry the way we did tonight and i love it too yeah. <laughs> but i still love happy birthday to me a little <laughs> bit more i know you do and i love that <laughs> i love that <laughs> oh my god just because the journey the uh, this the little shish kebab the little shish kebab <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> ah. oh, the little shish kebab. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. With, with the hot sauce, she dipped it into the hot sauce I before, know. She, uh, before she did the kill. That was great. I know. So I can't. The, happy birthday to me. It's so different. Okay. If I was going yeah. on pure emotion, yes, prom night. However, clearly, if, if I was going on, <laughs> oh god, of course. But if I was going on. Um, the imaginative suspense kills. It's happy birthday to me all day long. Shish kebab. Yeah, definitely. So. The kills were way better. <laughs> the kills were way better in happy mm -hmm. birthday to me. Um, <laughs> so, and, and here we are. We're only two movies in to this 1981 Canada oh business. So It's business. If this is any indication of how good this is oh gonna be, oh my god! Oh, you know? so I'm like, 
that was a whole event. <laughs> it it really was. So nine point five from me, nine point eight from you. Oh yeah. Um, should we reveal the next pick? I think we'd better. I think we'd better. All right. So it's going to be my pick. Yeah. Which is the initiation. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. I think. What do you think of that? Is it too late? Um, that's a very, very fascinating question. So we're, all right. Time-wise, we're getting into the mid-80s. Okay. Um, we're not in Canada. Oh, where is the initiation? It's, I don't know, it's like Indiana or something. But Wait, what? <laughs> but, but we get into the ultimate, all right, you know how we talked about prime, not, or wait, prom night? Yes. <laughs> Prom night was the most <laughs> yes. emotional thing. Yes. The initiation is the most intellectual slasher. See, I I kind of It's the most intellectual slasher. And in, in, and for anyone who studies contemporary psychology, Ooh. get ready because the initiation is actually not a movie. It is an excuse to explore Jungian dream psychology <gasps> which is my favorite thing ever so that's pretty much what happens the initiation is a two-hour survey of Jungian dream studies folks okay you know that I, okay but we can't go there yet i just i'm excited we're not gonna you're go really there. excited you're I'm really excited. excited we're not and, gonna go and, there yet and, I just and want you're going to gonna give that, that's going to be like your 9.8. I know. It's that's gonna 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 be your 9.8. It's going to be nine, my 9.7. So, I mean, you know. What? It's just a great, 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 great movie. So, but I'm actually. If you, were, if, you, if you followed the rules, what would you say? I'm going to follow the rules. I'm following the rules. I'm following the rules. My pick is Terror Train. Oh, <laughs> wow. You did that on purpose. I so, know I did because you, <laughs> yeah. well, because I know what your next one is going to be. I think, I think I do. Ah. All right. So. All right. Truth be told. I know. Terror train. As I have mentioned before, um, mm. the entire thing is set on a train which is extremely claustrophobic. Yeah. And I have taken issue to the claustrophobic setting in the past only because we've had these expansive, breathtaking wilderness settings, you I know, know, such as Friday the 13th. We've had suburbia in Happy Birthday to Me. We've had school explored in Prom Night, and now we're just going to be on a train. But... We've got Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes, we do. Okay, uh, and we've got me? we've got like perfect slasher movie vibes. So, so we're I'm gonna say all aboard. Okay, all aboard because <laughs> we've also got some David Copperfield. Here we got David Copperfield, and it is Canada, and it's within the years. So I'm yes. going to yes. say 
I'm going to say Terra Train because I okay. actually really, really like the train scenario. To me, it yes, makes it. Yes, you do. It's because I, trains scare me. Being on a train right. is ridiculous. Every anybody can just walk on with anything. Nobody cares. It's horrifying. So, I'm actually like this is an actual scary movie to me. It um, really is. So I think that'll be fun, and then it'll be fun to see your pick after that because I want to know if I'm right. Well, here's the thing: going from prom night to terror train is perfect for so many reasons. Jamie, you know, I mean, we're sticking with this Jamie Lee Curtis vibe because we're in the groove. I mean, oh, I'm in the. We me? clearly just got into that groove. Yeah. So if there's any time to do chair train, it's now. It's now. But check this out, though. You don't need to know my next pick because we are going to cover graduation day after <gasps> chair train, and we're going to do a live episode. That's right. So. That's actually what's happening after Terror Train. It's going to be graduation day. Um, we're going to be watching it live. That's right. So, you know, just get ready for that. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I almost... Okay, I get it. I know it's happening. Uh-huh. And then check this out. My actual pick... My actual pick... Okay, my actual pick... Yeah. I'm stalling for time because I don't have one. <laughs> what? See, I, okay, can I tell you what I thought you were going to say? What, what, what is it? Yeah. I thought you were going to say The Burning. Oh my God, I thought you were going to say The Burning. <laughs> really? Yes, I thought just now instead of Terror Train, you were going to say The Burning. Okay, you know why? You love The Burning. I know, but I picked Terror Train because I knew you wouldn't, and I thought you might right. pick The Burning. So, right. Oh like, my God. Yeah. Okay. See what I did there? <laughs> okay. So, all right. So check this out. My actual next pick is the Prowler. <gasps> no way. It's the Prowler because 1981 Canada and with something else going on. What do we have? What do we got? Tom Savini. Oh, we got Savini. Yeah. We, we, we have the, the filmmaking nuances of 1981 Canada with the makeup art of Tom Savini for the kills. Who is uh, the legendary makeup artist who, who did a lot of the um, Friday the 13th movies. And it, it, here's something interesting. You know how history has sort of recognized artists mm -hmm. um, after their time be, because they were censored in their time yeah tom savini is one of those okay you know in in every possible way tom savini had this incredible art that he did he did it in the 1980s mm -hmm. um they censored him so yeah. exactly we, we but... don't get to see his full glory but we do get a hint and you know, The Prowler is going to be one of those movies. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, Amazon Prime has so many. It's fun. I know. It has all of them. It's really and hilarious. And I might, I might change that, too. Like, I, I reserve the right to change it because there's two other movies that I might pick. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, I can't pick My Bloody Valentine because we need to do that on Valentine's Day. Heck yeah! Well, that was yeah. gonna be my pick, actually, That's and then I remember timely. I was like, oh, it's it's soon, so we can't do that, but 
Right. I love it. So yeah. I'm excited for that one, which isn't just, you know, like a month and a half. So get ready. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll save that and we'll still be very much in Canada. Um, oh, yeah. Final so... exam is another one that I almost picked. Really? You almost picked yeah. final exam? I almost picked final exam. No way. I, I, I didn't tell you this, but this morning I may or may not have watched it. What? You watched I may or may not. final exam? Nope, nope, may or may not. <laughs> oh my god. And let me tell you, it may or may not have tickled me. Okay? Oh my god. And I may or may not have laughed. So. Oh my we God. may or may not have to watch that movie okay next time all right awesome super fun <laughs> <laughs> i'm down <laughs> oh my god that's so funny okay so that was prom night that was prom night i hope everyone had your spiked fruit punch i really hope so too because we were at the prom i picked you up at eight just like i said right. i would i, I know, I, know right. I was a little late I was a little late, of course. I got there at 8.05, as I usually do. But we still went to the prom. Yep, I spiked the punch. You spiked the punch, okay. Yep. We danced. Um, uh, disco. It, it, was, it was a totally disco type of a thing. We loved every second of this movie. Yes. We were like talking to the principal we were friends with the hall monitors oh you know? my god we had our lockers yes and, and we were we in the whole crowd us. we were with the crowd during the choreographed dance everybody had that little dance party going so i think that that's worth noting some of these movies have a lot of viewer participation right like some of these movies encourage the people watching to really have fun Yes, like exactly. to really get out of your seat and have fun. You know, this this was the first one and we're going to see a hell of a lot of these in Canada in the early 80s. We're going to see some serious music happening in these so, movies. I hope everyone was dancing too. <laughs> I really hope so too. So, Slashers and Suits is the king and queen. Of the prom, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god, that was so much fun. What an amazing movie. Next yeah. movie, Terror Train. Um, wow, I'm wow. gonna get ready for that. Like, what should we have for the train? Hmm. Yeah, what goes well? Like, oh, you I'm know, gonna, we should. <laughs> I'm gonna bring my whistle. Your whistle. I'm gonna bring my train whistle. Okay, you bring a train whistle, and I'm I'm gonna get um one of those like prepared dinner. I was meals. gonna say I'll bring a shitty veggie burger. Yes, yeah. Remember those <laughs> shitty veggie burgers? They were like twenty seven dollars, and then exactly. the guy puts them in the microwave. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'm gonna get some really terrible, like yeah. frozen meal and heat it up. All right, <laughs> let's let's eat a shitty veggie burger. <laughs> Blow our whistles. Okay, perfect. And and do it up for Watch. Terror Train because Terror guess Train. what? It's it's a completely insanely great movie, and we're gonna have a lot of fun. Um, we're gonna have a lot of fun. A lot of fun. All right, I'm Old Ange. I'm Heisu. <laughs> we went to the prom. We came. We saw. We conquered. We drank the punch. The punch was spiked. 
Yes, it will. See you soon on.